Welcome back to the Big Geek Podcast. I'm your host, John Avis, and sitting with me on the couch to my left is my co-host, as always, the Prince of Pixels, Nick Wright. And today we're going to be talking about things we miss about the 80s. So Nick, here we are once again. We're doing a list, uh, but this time we're going to be talking about a decade of things that we uh, loved. A decade near and dear to our hearts. Yeah, near and dear to our hearts. I, I was born in '76, and you were in '77. So we are kids of the '80s. Mm-hmm. Um, Grew up in the '80s. Late '80s, we were early teenagers. But um, you know, when I think about things growing up, the formative years. I think about the 80s. So, yeah, these are things that we just remember really fondly. Mm-hmm. And, and some of the things on our list you literally cannot even get anymore. They're just gone. Um, some of the things on the list are still around. Yeah, some things may have evolved. Yes, good word. Some things have evolved and probably are better. Yeah. But it, it's the memory. Uh, we have a, a fond uh, memory of things the way they were back in the 80s. And, you know, arguably you could say they were better. Um, but, yeah, we're just going to do a top ten list. And uh, with without further ado, we'll just get you to start off. Well, for me, uh, you, you just you can't even have a, an 80s, like my favorite anything of the 80s without saying arcades. Oh, and yeah. That is like the number one 80s memory for me is just the arcade atmosphere. Pumping those quarters. Uh, yeah, Aladdin's Castle. Mm-hmm. It really, just any arcade, but Aladdin's Castle was a huge one. Yeah, Aladdin's Castle was our arcade. There were yeah. a couple of them in town. Um, and yeah, I, I remember all. I remember those details of Aladdin's Castle, like the the neon, like the darkened lighting. Yeah. Um, the the you know can, like the floor had like this crappy confetti pattern on it yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> i remember that yeah, yeah you remember that uh just just the sights and the sounds yeah, like that, that the the ambiance of like just that background noise of just hearing all the different arcade each one in there doing the attract mode you know mm-hmm. just all the beeps and yeah that. pac-man going off yeah. you know like it's just i can i can picture it in my head if you want an idea of like a great like if if you've forgotten what the arcades were like in the 80s uh i was re-watching a movie that wasn't great but it was okay for this pixels yeah there was that great like opening montage where you know like young adam sandler is going to the arcade mm-hmm. and you know it, it had that you know, the, the way they recreated arcades from that film was dead on. Yeah. <laughs> I loved the movie for that. Uh, and and also, like, I recently saw the trailer for the new season of uh, Stranger Things 2. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, it, it starts out, they're playing Dragon's Lair in an arcade. And it was, oh, just that uh, alone was just had me man, so excited. Good call on Stranger Things, because that is obviously set in the 80s. Yeah. And uh, I don't. Did you watch season one? Yeah, it's great. Oh, man, I'm looking forward to season two. Yes. Because uh, I even saw a, a shot where they're like Ghostbusters in it. Yeah. Too. Like, well, they're dressed in little like packs. Like, oh yeah. my god, I'm I can't excited. wait for this. Uh, but arcades, you're right. I mean, you can't have a list of things I miss about the '80s and not bring up arcades, because as I said before, they're gone. Mm-hmm. It, it's one of those things that we miss because they're gone. 
Um, I mean, I guess there there are some still around here and there, and and a lot of places now are trying to bring that back. I mean, like there's that uh, you know that local bar in town, Rec Bar, well, in Zanzibar. Zanzibar, yeah. I mean, yeah. They, they have it, they're not like a full blown arcade, they, but they've got a few games and everything. Yeah, they're trying to preserve. I think that. Uh, you know, yeah, they're doing their best to preserve the memory of arcades yeah. and, and pay tribute to it, and obviously attract you know thirties and forties somethings to their bars. Um, so there, there are those that are trying to you know bring that back, bring that nostalgia back. But yeah, and I get I mean, a little as, happy as a whole, though. Yeah, they're gone. I get a little excited too when I go into a Dave and Buster's, and you know, you you when you first step into the area where the arcades like it's got the noises playing and the, yeah. the lights are flashing and you know it i feel a little bit of that but nothing beats like the 80s arcades yeah um just all the classic games like you know pac-man and and cubert and uh, donkey kong and yeah just you name it the list goes on and on and on yeah, just endless all the way through the 80s into the later 80s with like the games like Konami, like who we just recently did, like the TMNT playthrough mm-hmm. and the Simpsons Arcade. Those yeah. are even the 80s. Yeah, uh, it was around like 88, 89 or something, I think. Yeah, and, and arcade fighting games didn't really hit their heyday until the 90s. Yeah, Street Fighter 2, um, I want to say that was like 91, maybe. I think it was 91. So, yeah, I mean, everything was a fighting game in the 90s. But you at least had home consoles trying to port and mimic you know those games and doing a decent job at times but in the 80s if you wanted to play those games you weren't getting that experience with atari 2600 no (laughs) not even close and i I miss too like the social aspect of arcades oh yeah we would always see the same people in there yeah there was like this one long-haired guy you know i remember seeing quite a bit um and and everyone was respectful you know when uh I guess I'm getting more into the 90s now because it just the competitive games were the fighting games sure. and so that's when you're kind of socializing with others more you always got that good game good game you know it's yeah. and you don't get that online not really I mean yeah if you got like a, a cultivated list of friends you can definitely get that but your 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 uh, randoms that you'd never met before Man, you're not going to get any respect from these people. They're almost yeah. always douchebags. Something about being face-to-face makes people polite. <laughs> yeah, it does. Because you're, you're 100% more likely to take a you know punch to the face if like, you're an ass. <laughs> you never know. Like you got to be kind of polite. But uh, arcades is just so quintessentially 80s. Um, Man, those are... Uh... Birthday parties at Aladdin's castle. Yeah. Oh well, there's there's like a theme I think you're gonna notice probably too with some of these things we're mentioning too. But like, yeah, birthday parties. Uh, you get those like I think those lanyards like you'd mentioned in a previous episode where you yeah. get like the tokens filled up. Yeah. Like I I feel like that was like a very birthday party kind of thing. Yeah. For many years, Eric had birthday parties at Aladdin's castle. That was so much fun. Oh really? I see. Yeah. I don't know if I actually ever had a birthday party at Aladdin's castle. Yeah. I knew they had them. I always imagined how cool it would be to be like an operator at one of those places. Yeah. And by the time we were really, really old enough to be, you know, to apply for a job and get to be one of those guys that arcades had thinned out and died. I I feel like I applied at one point, but one of like the requirements is having to be able to move one of those things around. And I was just like a little skinny kid. Oh yeah. yeah so I, I don't know. I don't know if that had anything to do with it or not, but, I never got. I don't think I ever got a call. Well, it's not like you had to like Hulk it. Like you had dollies. Yeah, yeah you, you had were a pretty, dolly. You were pretty 
you know, you, you were wiry, but you were strong. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would, you I know. Mean, I think I was like 16 when I applied. and I don't know. Maybe by the looks of you, they're like, I don't know if you've got what it takes. You don't have nearly the beer gut and, and, and neck beard to qualify <laughs> for this position. Because they were always like older guys, yeah. you know, like the comic book store guys. <laughs> yeah, like. and, and I mean, it may have just been one of those things where they just weren't hiring then. And, yeah, that was my thought. You know, the the turn off, the turnaround or turnover rather was probably not that bad. <laughs> yeah, because uh, uh, who wants to give up that job? Probably there's like what two guys that work at one of them tops. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah, a morning guy and an afternoon guy, yeah. and it literally was just. You know, you had first dibs on arcades. Every now and then you'd see them out there playing, but not too often. Yeah. Um, I know I would be tempted to be out there all the time. <laughs> Kids like, hey, man, my quarter got stuck. I'm like, beat it, you know. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to play. I'm, not, I'm working here not because I like working here. I want to work here because I get free games. Um, but, yeah, to have one of those keys and, like, put that key in and, like, give yourself some credits. Oh, man, how sweet of a position yeah. that would be. Hmm. Um, yeah, good memories, dude. I love arcades, and 80s arcades is the best. And speaking of 80s arcades and birthday parties, that just sort of leads right into my number one, which was Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese was still around now, but not the same at all. It, yeah, and I can't even say it's evolved. It, it's 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 like they took the name, yeah. and they're banking on people like our age to bring their kids Cause I've been to a Chuck E. Cheese recently, and it's you know it's nothing really special. Yeah. They still got the same kind of pizza. They still have a guy walking around in a mouse costume. But I, when I think of Chuck what? E. Cheese, they don't have the games anymore. What do you do there? You got a ball pit? No, no, no. They have the games. Oh, they got games. Yeah, they got like a bunch of uh, those Flappy Bird type games, oh. and they have uh, some older movie license games. Like they had like Transformers: The Fallen game and. <laughs> You know, a, a whole bunch of racing it, games. Everything's like a big screen game. Everything's a big screen game. And games designed to give you tickets. Everything is a gimmick game. There's like skee-ball, which was a very yeah. Chuck E. Cheese thing. Oh, yeah, yeah skee-ball. Yeah. But, but when I think of Chuck E. Cheese, I remember the animatronics. Yes. And they were the best. It was like Disney World for they, me. They were like, like kind of scary, but kind of like enticing at the same time i don't know speaking of scary that um when you first walked in there was a lion who was supposed to be dressed like elvis yeah scared me to death (laughs) i wouldn't go near him and i would remember you know walking past and kind of scooting by it real quick and i'd peek my head in and there'd be a couple kids like right at the stage like yay lion and i'm like oh my god those kids are gonna get eaten (laughs) (laughs) what are you doing he's so close and, uh, you know, but obviously I knew it wasn't a real lion because I got those, like, lifeless eyes and they're, like, yeah. doing their thing. But um, the shows were so, so awesome. And, you know, obviously as a kid you're there for the arcades. I want to say even more so than Aladdin's Castle. Like, they had, like, rows and rows of the best games. Um, and I, I remember, like, one side had, like, nothing but skee-ball. And then there one side had, like, nothing but, like, the latest arcades. Yeah. And then there was that like area where you like you know you get your tickets and you could get your prize, mm-hmm. you know, 150 tickets for like a pencil eraser right. or something, <laughs> you know. Um, and then you had like the ball pit, which was amazing. I always loved the ball pit. I don't think I ever went in the ball pit. Well, here's the thing about the ball pit: we had two, right? We had the one out 
and this is so local, like a lot of people are going to be, but there, there was like the Chuck E. Cheese that was like a standalone store. And that's the one we probably remember the most. And then there was a Chuck E. Cheese in a mall. Yeah. And that one had a ball pit and it was smaller, ironically, but it had a ball pit. The other one didn't. If I remember correctly. Oh, maybe that's why, because I usually went to the standalone one. There was like a ballroom where the parties usually were. And that's where you had like the big stage where there was like a band and you had like, and and, uh, you could crawl like underneath them. Yeah. 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 Um, you could crawl right underneath them, which too was scary to me. Um, you'd like look up at them like, yeah. Crawl underneath. Uh huh. (laughs) But yeah, they each had, they, they had their own little routine and there was like, it's like a purple guy and yeah, I want to the the chef guy. Uh huh. Uh, there, there was like an Italian guy, you know. I remember. Um, that's the chef guy. Was that the chef guy? Yeah, he is Italian. There's like some like uh, lady. I think she might have been a chicken. Well, you know the two guys that like are always cracking jokes in the Muppets, the two old guys. Yeah. They had like a version of them. I feel like where they were maybe vultures or something. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, but they had like a little balcony that they were set on. But it was the whole ballroom was just filled with these animatronics, and they had they put on a show. Yeah, it was so cool. It was awesome, and it just was overwhelming as a little kid because I just remember like running wild, you know, because you're there usually for a birthday party. So you're like, yeah, okay, happy birthday to you, and you get your crappy pizza and your piece of cake, and you watch the kids you know, tear open their presents, you know, like, Neh. but you really just want to get in there and play games mm-hmm. and get under those, you know, find a ball pit, I guess, if you had one. Um, that I just remember losing my mind at Chuck E. Cheese, just having the greatest yeah. experiences there. Um, did you ever have a birthday party there, or did you just remember going there? I, I went to a birthday party, but I, I personally didn't have a birthday party there. Yeah, I don't think I ever personally had a birthday party there either, but several kids I knew had birthday yeah. parties there. But, um, yeah, Chuck E. Cheese... Um, Way popular in the 80s, uh, kind of went out in the 90s. So I remember even when they redesigned him to have kind of a 90s hip look. And Chuck E. Cheese is wearing like inline skates and, you know, like neon colors. And just like by that time, I think that standalone store had closed. I know, and, like for us, Chuck E. Cheese was like around the first or second week of summer vacation, like every year. And, you know, and you'd bring in your report card. And you'd get like oh, 30 yeah. or something tokens like for like all A's or I forget what. Yeah, Chuck E. Cheese is just one of those. It's one of those two or three places that are just like I close my eyes and I picture childhood and like Chuck E. Cheese comes to mind. Oh, yeah. So anyways, that's my number one. What's your number two? Um, number two, Transformers is so 80s to me. Oh, and, and that's something that, you know, Transformers obviously exist now. Mm-hmm. But 80s Transformers. I miss 80s Transformers. G1 Transformers. Specifically. Yeah, the mm-hmm. G1 Transformers. That That's something very nostalgic for me. Me too. Uh, I, I remember uh, they came on Sundays or whatever. And yeah. I, I missed quite a bit of the episodes in the initial run. But when I was able to catch an episode of Transformers, it, you know, it was like the best of childhood. <laughs> And uh, I, I have just so many fond memories of Transformers in general. Yeah, and I, I really don't know what more we can say about Transformers that we haven't already, you know? I, mean, I'm sh- I yeah. yeah. Did you ever have one of those, like, twin bed tents that would go over top of your bed, and it was, like, a tent with flaps, and they mm-hmm. made them for lots of different 
toy lines and for girls and boys. But I had a Transformers one of that. Oh, yeah. Yep. And I remember, too, it was that, like, art style that had, uh, they were, like, in space, you know, on the boxes. Mm-hmm. I, I guess it was, like, the second run. Because the first one was just all, like, the grids. And then I want to say, like, this, maybe around the second. Well, I guess they were always grids, weren't they? Yeah. They were always grids, but I remember like art style very specifically of like Grimlock, and it was around eighty five. Uh, Grimlock's year two, yeah, Grimlock's yeah. year two, but uh, that to me was very eighties, like sleeping bags and tents like that were so eighties. Yeah. In fact, Transformers is having a renaissance now on the strength of just re releasing new versions of the G one toys. Yeah, you know, yeah, they're doing a lot of that now. Yeah, with the combiner wars, they're more articulated, you know, more joints and everything now. Right, it's like you got it. They do a good job, kind of capturing the cartoon look of them, mm-hmm. but and they're more articulated. Like I say, way harder to transformer because of that. When you you mentioned transformers, I'm reminded of another very '80s thing that you don't see anymore that I miss, uh, and that's like your toy line to cartoon you know tie-ins that you would always get Mm -hmm. uh some of my favorite cartoon toy memories are like gi joe transformers yeah yeah yeah, he-man whatever i mean that was essentially the reason for the cartoon was to sell the toys Mm -hmm. and they had to stop doing that at some point but that to me is like an 80s thing that i would probably mention on my list if i you know if, if, if you weren't going to mention Transformers, then I would probably bring that up. Yeah, so it was just, like we usually do, encompass. All-encompassing <laughs> toy lines and, yeah. and, and cartoons. Um, but Transformers, of, of my top five favorite things ever, I would probably say, you know, like, my family. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, Transformers? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, you know, it's just one of those things that defines me as a person yeah. is Transformers. You know, I made a lot of friends. They were so cool. Like, they had, like, the actual rubber tires back then. You know, it's all plastic now. And die-cast metal mm-hmm. in a lot of the parts for some of them, like Optimus Prime was, you know. Little missiles that shot. Yeah. Um the i remember like the little stickers that you would kind of rub and it would become like is it a decepticon or is it an auto that was kind of a gimmick at the time it was a gimmick but i mean there were a lot of those gimmicks there was the gimmick where it was cool yeah the the little heat stickers that was fun and then you also i don't know like it was really kind of pointless but remember how you used to have on the back of the boxes the stats Mm -hmm. and you you get the tech specs and you'd have that like red rectangular shaped bar that i guess like decoded yeah there but you could see the you line could see it, but it was neat you know? <laughs> yeah and then that was another little gimmick that they did i remember they would include those like little plastic uh like rubber versions of previous generations transformers decoys. the decoys those were fun those were cool um i really remember like being interested in getting some even if i'd had that transformer already i'd be like well i want that so, little oh, ravage man, but i want the little decoy <laughs> yeah gosh i guess i'll get it again because i really <laughs> want that and that's saying something because when you're smaller you don't really have a lot of disposable income to do that but i those it was a neat thing it was kind of like those remember those like little wrestling figure uh muscles muscle. yeah they reminded me of the muscle yeah that's a good number too is there anything else to say about Transformers? And like you said, I mean, there's we've done movie reviews, and yeah, I'm, I'm sure we'll talk about Transformers again. At some I'm point. sure we will. <laughs> All right, so that leaves my number two. Yeah. Um, and, and since we're talking about toys, 
I'm gonna say uh, my number two is like the catalogs that you used to get around Christmas time. Oh, like Sears. And, yes. Uh, JC Penney. Sears and JC Penney yeah, catalogs. Yeah. I have so many great memories of just like getting that book and rushing home and like laying it down on the ground yeah, and yeah. plopping in front of it and just looking at every single toy that really is known to man. Mm-hmm. And it, it was the books were thick. They were like, you know, this thick overall. And you'd flip, you know, close, 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 whatever, you know, tools. Bam, toys. Yeah. Flip. Yeah. <laughs> straight, straight to the where, where's uh-huh. the toy slash. <laughs> Rip every other page section. out just so I get yeah. to those toys. And uh, yeah, I love looking through those because, you know, they have usually like this really kind of, you know, nicely laid out uh, display on a rock or something, you know, of mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, all the Transformers and they'd have like the little numbers by them. And then you'd take that and you'd go down and yeah. you'd have the listing of the price. Um, and, and even though you could get most of these toys at any time, almost really, it was just seeing them all together mm-hmm. like that. That was so cool and exciting. Nowadays you could just do like an Amazon search, yeah. put in toys and you look through all the toys and then it's like recommended and you're like, Oh yes, I would like to look at, you know, whatever other kind of toy line and you fall down the rabbit hole in that way. So yeah, it's evolved as you'd said earlier, but um, not, nothing beats for me like the memories of those catalogs. And I kept them for a long time, too. Yeah. You know, it'd be like 87, and I would have like still the 84, 85, 86 catalog because it was fun to just pull out those books and like. And you look. just, I, I don't know if, I mean, you were like me, I would just stare at the same things like over and over, you know, like next day, just flip through it and look at it again and just stare <laughs> at it. You know? No, man, you weren't alone um, because that, that was like our internet version of yeah. you know we're we are so spoiled nowadays uh I, I i try to like you know pull back though like in my day and you know like get off my lawn kind of things because yeah. we all benefit from the internet but you know kids nowadays they just i can't help but say that that statement like kids nowadays they just don't you know have any idea yeah it's hard to appreciate because like, it's everything is just within your grasp now. I mean, everything's instantaneous and perfect, and just the way you want it. And you, you just the the simple joy that you could extract out of like ten or twelve pages of a you know catalog yeah. of everything that defined you and was important to you in that year was right there. And you know, you you could take it to your parents and go, look, this is what I was talking about. You know, oh, look, here's what I would like to have. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you you know, you really couldn't do that any other way. Unless you were in a store and you could drag your parents over to the toy section, which they probably expertly avoided most of the time. Like, mm. then, you know, you, you could take that page. Boom. That's what I want, mom or dad. Mm-hmm. So the series and catalogs, JCPenney catalogs or your service merchandise catalogs, whatever stores. Um, if they still do them, I doubt they do. Um, I'd like to know. Yeah, I, I would like to know if they still do those catalogs. Seems like I heard somewhere that, like J.C. Penney's or whoever the last one was, quit doing it. Is that right? I think so. Yeah. yeah, but they would always have that like picture of like Santa like shushing, you know, <laughs> like on the front of the of the page. Uh, but when I think '80s again, and especially talking about Transformers and toys. 
Um, just those catalogs and just being everything that you could ever want, you could possibly want as a kid is right there at your fingertips. Number three for you, Nick? Um, well, so, you know, you were talking about cartoons earlier. Uh, number three for me is so 80s that I miss. Well, that is so nostalgia that I really enjoyed as a kid. Watching the USA Cartoon Express. Oh man, I forgot about the USA Cartoon yeah. Express. It had all those Hanna Barbera cartoons. Yeah, and, I, I remember vaguely like there was like there was a train. Yeah, I guess it was the Cartoon Express. Yeah, yeah. And uh, was but did like and like char- all the cartoon characters are like riding the train. Yes, they and, would get on the train yeah. and like kind of make their way to the seats. Yeah, um, yeah you we we'd already had an episode of Saturday morning cartoons. Where you had your, you know, network shows, uh, but there was uh, USA Network was, you know, one of the few major flagship cable stations at the time, and they had a block of cartoons in the afternoons. I guess they were like weekday afternoons. You know, I really don't remember what time it was, but whatever time it was, I was there. You know. <laughs> yeah, I remember watching USA because you know, like I would get home from school. And I would watch like whatever last couple of game, old game show reruns they would show, yeah. whether it be like Press Your Luck or something, and then it would go into the Cartoon Express. <laughs> and uh, you know, it was a lot of Hanna Barbera shows, um, yeah. but that's not all. I, I'm sure there were other ones, but it seemed the majority was Hanna Barbera. Well, I remember yeah. watching like some syndicated cartoons as well. Like Cops was a big one that I remember catching yeah. mostly on USA. Which seems was, like I I read that uh, Ghostbusters, the real Ghostbusters, was on there at one point, but I don't really remember watching them on there. Mask, I would catch episodes of Mask on USA. Yeah. Um, but you know, it, it seems to me like and Dragon's Lair, I think, was at some point on there. Maybe. Like, yeah. And th- so they must have had shows early in the morning too, because I remember like wanting to see in a TV guide, you know, like you'd get, I'd get a new TV guide or something, which is also very antiquated. You don't see TV guides yeah. anymore because everything's just, you know, you, it's your menu on your TV. You can just do searches. Everything's on demand. But I, I would get a TV guide and I would start looking through and trying to find what I would like to watch for that next week. And, uh, I remember just getting lucky and seeing like a listing for Dragon's Lair, but it was like five thirty in the morning or something. Yeah. So, I think like they had Pac-Man, you know, occasionally and, yeah, so they, they would have any kind of cartoon, but yeah, Hanna-Barbera was the meat and potatoes. Of, I guess Pac-Man was Hanna-Barbera, though, too. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, you you got, you got remember your Huckleberry Hound and your Yogi Bear and your... Quickie your, Koala. Oh, yeah. Your, yeah. Uh, just, you remember all those shows, but then also shows like Smurfs and, and Pac-Man, yeah. and none of those are also Hanna-Barbera cartoons. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Cartoon Express is a great, great uh, 80s nostalgia thing for me. It reminds me of like um, the Disney cartoons that would come on also in the afternoons. Oh, um, yeah. Like DuckTales and then Rescue Rangers. Disney Afternoon. Disney Afternoon yeah. was a total thing. And it and it kind of built up steam. Like It started out, obviously, just as DuckTales. Mm-hmm. And then DuckTales was a huge success. And so then they had like Rescue Rangers, Tailspin. Yep, they, and then uh, they would Dark come Wing in. They would Duck. come on back to back to back to yeah. back. And you know, once they got to like Dartwing Duck, they'd probably retire Ducktales, and then they would move Rescue Rangers up. I guess Darkwing Duck. Maybe that was closer to nineties. I don't know. 
Yeah, I think Darkwing. Well, it for sure was. Even Tailspin was the early, early nineties. Yeah. Because um, Ducktales was eighty-seven and eighty-eight. Mm-hmm. Rescue Rangers was actually eighty-nine and probably ninety. Okay. Yeah. And then yeah, Tailspin was probably like ninety, ninety-one. And you know there was they would go for like a couple seasons. Uh, I think Ducktales lasted a little bit longer, maybe three seasons. Is that all? I think so. Oh, hmm. Yeah, I don't think it went a long, long time. Um. Because, yeah, by the time they got to, like, season three, season four, they were doing, like, Gizmo Duck and, and, like, the little cave boy and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. What was his name? Uh, can't remember. <laughs> you you know that, um, oh, actually, he just died recently, didn't he? Uh, uh, Wilbur on Mr. Ed was Scrooge. Was Alan really? Young. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, uh, he well, just died recently. He did die in 2016 because I remember when they I got the new DuckTales show on Disney XD now. Uh, have you seen it yet? No. Is uh, it? Is it started? Yeah. Oh no. It's great. I it love it. Good. Yeah. it. It looks good. But the voice for Scrooge is so different than that character. Yeah. Is it? It's bad fine. Different? Or, no, no. Or it's fine. Different. It's, it's just fine. Different. It's just you got to get over. It. It's not Scrooge. Yeah. The voice of Scrooge McDuck was the same for years, and you know that character, that that actor, like you say. And uh, I wonder if he was a maybe part of, you know what maybe being part of that show because that show was in development for a couple years but before it came he out he had done scrooge even before ducktales oh yeah yeah uh, he uh, remember the the, the remember the christmas special yeah. that they had he was scrooge christmas carol mickey's christmas carol mm-hmm. yeah he was scrooge then um for a long time too one thing too you got to get used to about ducktales the new one is like the kids are very like they don't talk like donald you know, like Donald will kind of talk, and the kids had like a little like kiddier version of like the way Donald talked. Oh yeah, like nobody talks like that anymore. Like everybody has like a regular voice. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> so that's another thing you're kind of jarring, <laughs> but uh, it 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 feels very much like Ducktales. Is Donald in it? Donald's in it. Does yeah. he talk like Donald? Yes. Yeah. Oh. They, well, the same guy who's been Donald for like the last couple decades okay. is the voice of Donald. I don't- yeah. There'd be riots in the streets, I think. No, no, you can't mess with Donald Duck. I mean, Donald Duck's been that for since he came out. Yeah. He's always had that speech impediment thing or whatever. I know I've read that they've kind of separated the nephews. Like, they've each got their own unique personalities now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they even have a slightly different style on their clothing too. If I'm oh yeah, I, I noticed that on mm. a picture I've seen that. Yeah, they don't, Which they're not cool. just like palette swaps of each other. No, anymore. right? They're they're not palette swaps anymore. They have little bits of differences. Yeah. And Webby's still in it, and Mrs. Beakley, who's like oh, Webby's yeah. granddaughter, I guess. But Mrs. Beakley has a different kind of thing going on. Uh, she's very kind of buttoned up now. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, remember, uh, what was like Scrooge's rival, Glomgold or whatever? Yeah. He's back. Yeah. Um, Launchpad feels like Launchpad. Mm. They haven't changed him much. His voice is a little different, but not too much. But, well, we're really getting off track here. <laughs> <laughs> DuckTales, the new, the new season of DuckTales is, I like it. Yeah. They had an hour show, like, premiered in August this month. And then now there's nothing again until like I think the actual series is in September. Oh, okay. So yeah, check out Ducktales, man. It's it's quite good. Yeah, I, uh, the, I love the art style, and uh, they're treating it with lots of respect. Yeah. The theme song's exactly the same too. They uh, the the style they've got like the pie cut eyes, don't they? Yes. Yeah, I I dig that stuff. Yes, I, uh, I approve. 
it I, I really like the way Disney animation's going with their styles. Like I even really like that Rapunzel series too, the way they do it. Oh, it looks really know. okay. When I, I, I have small kids, so like I'm watching <laughs> these shows all the time. I have an excuse to do these things. I'd still watch them. Uh, but yeah, uh, the our Disney Afternoon, uh, USA Cartoon Express, totally eighties, and I, I miss that. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, again, there there's still cartoons. There's no lack of cartoons out anymore. But you know that that afternoon, binging on those cartoons in the afternoon, just like how you would binge on Saturday morning cartoons, was very eighties. Yeah. So that's a good pick, man. All right. Next. Next for me, uh, number three. Okay, I'm getting a little more nuanced now, I guess. Uh, Toys R Us, the old school layout. <laughs> oh yeah, they, uh, they've completely changed. Yeah, they've they're one of those like companies that are constantly trying to change with the times. Yeah. And they they've had you know some financial problems, and they're doing everything they can to stay relevant. So I understand why they made changes. Yeah. But I really miss the way like. Toys R Us is used, it used to be, to be like out. a maze, like when you first went in. Yeah, you like walk down this hallway. Yeah, <laughs> you were kind of funneled in like a rat. To, you know, there, there there was like all kinds of like seasonal type stuff. It, like, it kind of built up the excitement. Yes, too, you know? <laughs> and I remember like since it was seasonal, like when it was summertime, they'd have all this like you know pool type stuff. It was wintertime, they'd have that row of sleds, you know, yeah. right up front. And yeah, you build up the excitement, and then when you you uh, you emerge. And there's, it's just aisle and aisle, aisle, aisle. I mean, it's, it's very open nowadays. Yeah. And they still have kind of aisles, but they're really small. But it's, it's like now the aisles are like on the outsides and like the, the middle. I mean, there, there are aisles in the middle too, but yeah. it's more open in the middle. It's very open. And that's just sort of like the style of nowadays. But it used to be like long aisle after long aisle. And... Where I'm going with this specifically is the way video games used to be laid out. Yeah, they used to have like the, it was like a little card that you would flip up and yep. you can take like the piece of paper out <sighs> to, to buy your game. Now, did you ever take one of those pieces of paper without any intention of buying the game? <laughs> well, n- not so much no intention. Yeah. <laughs> but I want this. I don't have the money now. Let's hide... <laughs> This, you know, so I can okay. Back. No intentions, baby. Okay, getting the ticket, scheming, trying to scheme your way. Like you don't have any way to buy it yourself, but you want that ticket. I'm gonna come back, and I don't want it to sell out. <laughs> <laughs> which is, which is possible because um, they didn't keep the games with the tickets. They had this mystical, magical land of the cage. Yeah, yeah the cage. So you took your ticket, you walked up to the uh, to the, the, the cashier. Yeah, you buy the game. You pay for it. The ticket makes its way to the cage, which is like off to the. It's in the front of the store, but yeah, it's off they to like, the side. You know, they gotta notify the guy in the cage. Yeah, they pick up the phone. Coming. We got a pickup, and yeah. you know, so you do like your little march. You know, you got your little paper. Yeah, so you walk up to the cage and you hand him the thing, and, <laughs> and he. Roots around mm-hmm. and finds your game. He looks at your tea. He 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 tastes it. He bites it. He checks the. And the whole time you're just like so excited. <laughs> I see it over there. <laughs> so you know, and it, it reminds me too. Like we used to work at Babbage's. It's that back area. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not. It was a very confined space, and it was like a chain link fence. Like mm-hmm. it was very weird. But uh, I, yeah, it, God, that whole experience of buying games. 
and I don't think it was exclusive to games. I think just any high-end priced yeah. item. Because the way they were laid out was there was that game section. There was like a long wall of yeah, board games. Because like they had like, you get those same slips like if you wanted to buy a bike. Bikes. Um, bikes but, weren't stuffed in that same cage. They were in the back. But do you remember that aisle that had like stuff that you probably never realistically would get, but they were in like glass cages and they'd be like your little robots. Oh yeah, like the little Teddy Ruxpin. Yeah. Like on display there. They were behind a, like a little cage waiting to get out. Yeah, yeah. You couldn't actually hold it or pick it up. But uh, all kinds of cool things like they would have behind those you know cages. I remember like camcorders they would have back there. Um, just high-end stuff that you just wouldn't normally go to a toy store pick up on an everyday basis. Yeah. But I remember going down certain aisles, and do you remember the uh, like little like sets of like slot cars? The slot car uh, tracks. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but I I can't really picture them at Toys R Us though. Well, at Toys R Us they would assemble them and they would hang from like the oh, top. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you remember I, that? And they would do it with train sets. But yeah, yeah, they would actually hang the assembled whole set. Yeah. So you could just go and look at yeah, those for like. Up. Yeah, I remember that. Forever. Um, and that's where they kept like the RC cars and things like. I, in my mind, I can totally remember it. And then there was like. Then there was like an aisle of like stuff that used to be, you know, like they don't really have a lot of it anymore. Then there was like your Transformers and GI Joes and that stuff. There was those two or three aisles that we lived in. Yeah, He Man and everything. He Man, and then there was like girl stuff yeah. <laughs> and baby stuff. Um, but it's that old layout, and it's I would I could go into a Toys R Us and feel like being there for hours, mm-hmm. and just. I could look at the, it. I might be looking at the same stuff all the time, but when it, it was like a thing to go to Toys R Us. And now, you know, you could go to Toys R Us nowadays and maybe spend hours looking at stuff, but, like, everything just feels, like, open and in front of you. Yeah. But, you know, I, I guess, like, when it was more condensed, like it used to be. It doesn't feel like they have as much. Yeah, I don't think they... It, maybe that's, too, why they open it up. They just don't have as much stock as they used to. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, Toys R Us, the old layout of the Toys R Us. That, that's my number three, man. I, I have just the fondest memories mm-hmm. of the 80s. Oh, and I can't mention like Toys R Us in the '80s without bringing up those those like fabled all you can uh, like put in your cart shopping. Um, oh yeah, you, you ever see those like on yeah, TV shows? Like you would like win like like on some game show or something, and, and win like the opportunity to to run around for like. What? Two minutes or yeah, something, two, yeah. Two minutes and whatever you could get in your cart, you got to. Keep oh yeah, and they'd have like a they'd have a promo over, and like kids like running through the aisles, like supermarket sweep, and just like just shoving. Yeah, yeah. And I would imagine in my head, how would I play this? <laughs> exactly, how would yeah. I do that? Because you know, you 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 don't want to just get twenty of the same toy. <laughs> and they they would like interview the kids and ask like what their plan is. Like he and, won the Super Bowl yeah. or something. What was your strategy? <laughs> I, I go straight to the Transformers aisle. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but that that just it added to the lore of Toys R Us. Because <laughs> even though I even as a kid knew I'd probably never get that. I'd still, it was like winning the lottery, but as a kid, yeah. you're like, oh, how I would imagine would I spend my two minutes? And maybe it was five minutes. It probably wasn't just two minutes. You know, if they would do something like that now, they would just like load up their cart just like any kid would do and then sell everything on eBay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> probably. 
Um, or like, you know, they, everything's so condensed nowadays. Like you could get away with everything in like five minutes nowadays. Yeah. At least you had to sprint through some hallways back in the old days. <laughs> but yeah, that's my number three, the old school Toys R Us layout. Nick, what's your number four? Uh, number four, 80s. Um, remember at McDonald's, they would have like all the different characters, the McDonald Land characters. They, they don't... Mayor McCheese, Ronald McDonald, yeah. Birdie. Yeah, the I remember. Grimace. What the, happened the to those hamburglar? guys? I don't know. They just disappeared, all, dude. All they have now is that little little uh, walking red box. The little oh, yeah. Box. Yeah, yeah. It's just like a, with legs. It just, yeah, he's got a little smile and legs. And It's like they assassinated like all of the personality. They don't even and... do Ronald anymore, I don't think. I don't think so. I think you're right. Yeah, gosh. That's a... Boy, that's a good pull. The McDonald Land characters. There was like that uh, that policeman, Big Mac, May- Officer Big Mac, Officer Big Mac, where his head was a Big Mac. Yeah, yeah. and there was Grimace, um, one of my all time favorite hamburger. characters of anything. The Grimace. Fry Guys. Yep. The uh, Hamburglar who was always scheming, yeah. and yeah, they would be in the commercials, and they were like stars of like little shows in the commercials. Birdie. Yep. Uh, there was a professor at one point, and then they would have promos like Mac. Like the Mac Tonight oh, guy, yeah, was like Big the Mac head. Tonight. It was like a crescent moon playing a piano. Yeah, he <laughs> like, was like the adult one. Uh, yeah, well, and the, what was Cos Cosmic uh, Cos Cosmic? Yeah, yeah, that was a failed one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but gosh, yeah, I remember they were so prominently, uh, like displayed in McDonald's. Like they were on the placemats. There and... was like the uh, the pirate. I forget his name, but there was like a fish fillet pirate guy. Cook Captain Cook. Or no, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But Cap- did you did Captain you guys something. have the plates and the glasses? Seems like everybody, every family I knew in the eighties had like a set of those McDonald Land plates. Oh no, and they weren't like plates. ceramic or glass. No. They were just like plastic, I think. Hmm. Um, but like I, the glass cups were big. Uh, then you and then if you were lucky, now they still have play areas in McDonald's, but then they had like a themed Playland. Where you had like the tunnels that were like hamburgers, yeah, yeah, and uh, like they had the, of course, the slide, and then you, I think those fry guys, maybe like those things you would kind of like uh, rock was, on. Yeah, uh, they were the fry guys, but I was also thinking because they had those with like the little hamburger guys too, the hamburger with eyeballs. Uh-huh. The, the, uh huh. The, there were fry guy ones. They had the the Aqua Force meal or whatever <laughs> where that kind of oh, came yeah. from it was like just like the happy meal there were little it, puppet hamburgers yeah, it was like and stuff. A, a hamburger a drink and a fry which yep. was, yeah it's like aqua teen hunger force <laughs> happy meal it, it it's it's kind of funny because you're like i saw aqua teen hunger force and i'm like wow this this sounds familiar this looks familiar and then it kind of was it was yeah. from the probably from <laughs> master shake yeah <laughs> <laughs> i loved aqua teen hunger force um but Man, I, yeah, they, they just kind of disappeared. I wonder when they, I guess right around the late 80s, early 90s, when they kind of popped off the face of the planet. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like they've been doing this red box only like the past couple of years. And for a while, it was like just Ronald. They didn't really use any McDonald's of McDonald's used to be such a much. cool place to take a kid. I mean, it was so kid-themed and centric. And, and they, they would have like, 
off to the side, like, cause you know, pretty much every McDonald's, you know, where you like order your food and then you can like turn a corner and it's kind of like a longer yeah. area where you could sit. And that would be like the area, like for birthday parties. And they would usually have like on the wall, like all those characters, like some kind of mural or something. Yeah. Well, in artwork, they would have like framed artwork yeah. and stuff. Like and every McDonald's had like their own version they, of that. They've taken all that down, you know, it's more, I don't know. I don't want to say like more for adults. Maybe it is. I don't know. It doesn't seem like they have like the cartoon stuff anymore. McDonald's, I feel like they got attacked kind of unfairly, you know, in around the two thousands when there was like this big surge of, um, I guess studies of children and a lot of children were obese, and that's a serious problem. Uh, but Nintendo, or, I mean not Nintendo, but McDonald's was sort of singled out. It feels like more than any else because they were probably just the biggest. Yeah, that supersized me. Yeah, well that movie. Yeah. Uh, for sure. But I mean, they always had some stuff on the side that you could order. Like you didn't have to supersize. Yeah. It's just self control. Like it's almost like, well, okay, well, we you can't obviously have any self control, so we're just gonna take it all away. So uh, take away the cartoon characters, and that way the. The kids won't be, I guess, tempted to go get a Happy Meal. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, maybe it's for the best, but man, I do miss those McDonaldland's yeah. characters very much. And the little commercials were great. They were just like little mini episodes. I of, guess there's still maybe remnants of them in the play. Well, actually, the playgrounds are all indoor playgrounds now. And yeah, it's they're just all like indoor. a generic kind of you just climb on things, but not with the characters. There's no danger anymore either. Like, I remember. <laughs> Like those like outdoor playgrounds were a little bit dangerous. You like had the thing that you spin round and round, yeah. and round and get yourself dizzy. Uh, <laughs> I remember my mom getting so mad at me for getting in those like cheeseburger labyrinths because yeah. they had those like you know like uh, wood chip, yeah, you know bottoms like the. So I would always get like the holes in my or the in the knees would just be yeah. crud yeah. covered yeah. because I was down in there playing with those things. And you know, they always had that kid jumping on the top of the hamburger and you're inside. It's like, whoa, whoa, you know? <laughs> <laughs> making those horrible echo sounds. <laughs> but it was so fun, man. It was just, uh, I keep wanting to say like Nintendo and McDonald's, like they're synonymous for something. Uh, but yeah, McDonald's was just like a great place for kids. And 80s was like the heyday of McDonald's really, I guess. Yeah. It's a good pick. Well, the Happy Meal started in the 80s, the very early 80s, which surprised me when I found out about that. Like, there was some show or something, documentary thing I saw that mentioned when Happy Meals came out, and I was like, wow, really? And to be fair, Happy Meals are still as big a thing as ever. I mean, they still get, like, whatever's big at the time and make a Happy Meal out of it. You know, so thank goodness they at least still have that. And instead of cookies, which also were the McDonaldlands characters, yeah, um, yeah, you get apples, you get apples or oranges yeah. or whatever, and that's totally Cuties. cool. Oh, those are delicious. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm all for that. That's totally cool. But I still miss it. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't. I would not be upset at all if they had a return of those characters. <laughs> Bring it back. Like we're just screwing around. This cafe stuff that we tried out, it looks nice and all. We want to bring back me, not land characters. Bring me the cookies. I want the cookies. <laughs> okay, so that's your number four. Um, yep, that's yours. My number four uh, features another kind of clown. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, the Bozo Show. Yeah, Bozo, yeah. Bozo the Clown. Um, I watch Bozo. You know, we talked about USA, which was like a big cable network. Uh, WGN was like the other really big cable channel that i remember yeah. watching a lot as a kid 
And uh, they would have their cartoons, but then they would have the Bozo Show, which was a uniquely Chicago thing. Yeah. Uh, start. It was. It was always in Chicago. So you know, like Chicago is like known for like Michael Jordan, uh, Oprah Winfrey, and Bozo. <laughs> <laughs> but that I, I really enjoyed that show. Um, it it was a course of circus. The characters were very lovable and yeah, memorable. Cookie. And, yeah, uh, Cookie was his like kind of uh, second banana. Wizzo. Wizzo the Wizard, who had his little medallion. <laughs> I loved it. And they had a live studio audience. Yeah. And they would pick kids, you know, out of the audience and they would have their little skits and things. But then they would have uh, the part of the show that I always looked forward to the most. And it was, it was in, it came on in the mornings. So it usually came on right as around the time that I had to leave for school. But the grand prize game. Uh, where uh, you throw the ping pong into the bucket? Yep, there was a line of buckets, and uh, and sometimes too, like if you go to like a uh, one of these types of big complexes that are entertainment, like main event or whatever. Like I seen, I feel like I've seen like a replica of the grand prize game. They don't call mm-hmm. it that, but it's like the buckets. Mm-hmm. It's basically beer pong <laughs> for kids, <laughs> and you got a little ping pong ball. And there was like six or so buckets. And each time you got a ping pong ball, the first one you just kind of reached down and plopped in. And, you know, like they would have cookie was like the like model. He would come out with like some cookies or something like not too terribly exciting. Yeah. Uh, Then you, you know, as the the baskets got further away, you'd get more exciting prizes. And on occasion, they'd have like a transformer or some like cool toy. But the grand, the big prize was that grand, brand new, crisp one hundred dollar bill that, like, after at the beginning of every show or contest. <laughs> and you know, you mentioned the. I don't mean to interrupt. Oh, about okay. The crisp, that one hundred dollar bill, but the, uh, you know, when they would do the transformer, you know, they would like announce it. You know, and this announcer guy is like talking about it. Right, and right. They, they, they never knew what they're talking about. No, you know, it's no. It's always funny yeah. to like listen to them like this. It's changing robot man. <laughs> turns into a helicopter yeah. like yeah <laughs> well they're adults and this is kids, so i can't anyway, blame them okay, the, the nice crisp 100 bill but yeah they would have the, the crisp and it was i mean it was like it wasn't folded or anything they'd pull it out and he yeah. would just drop it in the bucket and you know it it was rare to see a kid actually make it into that bucket because yeah. it was kind of far away mm-hmm. uh, but the grand prize game was phenomenal um uh, the characters again like all those things that i remember at the bozo show yeah. And then they you know, they would end the show like the same like the show was very structured you know it was like SNL like they'd have an opening monologue and then some skits and like a game show or a musical guest but in this case it was a game show and then they would end with that parade thing yeah like the, like, I don't know if they call it the Grand March or yeah they always marched out of there yeah a kid got to lead the Grand March and as the credits are rolling you know yeah. like they'd be marching out like I guess it was like a way to get the studio audience out mm-hmm. but yeah they would just you never see the whole march but you'd see the start of the march every time yeah but um yeah i was like looking up wiki and the bozo show ran for a long long time yeah from the 60s all the way up to the 2000s yeah and there's a few bozos yeah there's been a few bozos i mean it ran for so long like it was in black and white mm-hmm. you know on tv and uh the bozo i don't know his name but joey or, or something but he uh he was the Bozo the Clown from like eighty four or eighty three to whatever all the way up until when it ended. So he's probably the one we all are familiar with. But um, yeah, like the most of those characters were on that show the whole run for the yeah, most part. I, think I saw like Cookie and um, 
and Wizzo, those two actors, they were both like from 68 to 2002 or something. Which is incredible because they look so, they look the same. Yeah, because I saw yeah, a I picture seen that of too. like Wizzo that was like in black and white in 68. Yeah. And he looked exactly the same as when I remember him in the 80s. Yeah, and I guess it's with like, they're clowns, so they're wearing makeup. So I guess it would we shouldn't be too surprised they looked exactly the same, but but because like a clown is timeless. Yeah. Um, same thing with like Freddy Krueger. Like Freddy Krueger forever looks like an old burned guy, but like the actor Robert England, you know, and he mm-hmm. hasn't changed much over the years either. But he he could be eighty and like put on that makeup and look like Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Um, but I, I have really good memories, good fond memories of the Bozo Show. Uh, you know, I it was. I don't want to say like you don't see like that thing anymore, but it was even for its time so unique. Uh, and it, it, I often thought like, how neat would it be to have our own like local type thing like that? But yeah, the closest thing we ever got was the kids' club. Oh yeah, yeah. Who you know? I remember there was like Gil, and like Gil had his friendship bracelets from wrist to elbow. Yeah. Oh, and uh, oh, I forget his name, but I actually had a class with him. The, Ooh, celebrity! Yeah, it was, it was kind of funny. The, the yeah, it was like, oh wow, celebrity guy. And now, and I can't remember. Yeah, if you're still out there, man, I we I think we were just jealous. <laughs> I remember like me and my friends ragging on the guy all the time with his friendship bracelets. Yeah. It was like armor, man. I was <laughs> he was just going to be covered head to toe in friendship bracelets at one point. But hey, everybody had friendship bracelets at the time. There was like a girl with a like one of those like side ponytail things too. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that that's my number four Bozo Show. Awesome stuff. What's your number five, Nick? All right, number four. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Number five is uh, th- this is about as '80s as a Garfield poster saying that he hates Mondays. Wow. Uh, the California Raisins. Oh my God, California Raisins, man! <laughs> you could not escape the Raisins in like I guess '87, '88. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Hardee's. Had like the raisin big, craze, yeah, raisin craze. But um, that the songs, mm-hmm. like that, heard it through the grapevine song was like an old song, but was playing on modern contemporary radio stations. And, you know, I I think I I don't know like the rest of the world because everybody's crazy over the raisins. But for me, I think the reason I love the raisins so much was just that stop motion animation. It was like a continuation of that old Rankin Bass from like the 60s and 70s. Yeah. You know, like, but better. And I, I did. I loved the, it. Yeah, it, it started like, with those uh, raisins because they were a product for raisins. What was his name? Will Vinton, I think, something like that. Studios that did that stop motion animation. Then he did like a lot of other things too. And, uh, but yeah, I loved all that stop motion stuff. Um, I remember the. I mentioned Hardy's, but those like I had tons and tons of those little figurines. Mm, like there was like too. the one with the yeah. saxophone, and they mm-hmm. all had their little tennis shoes on. And yeah, got the guy singing with the mic. And yeah, the, the one guy's doing the, like this the with the pointed with, yeah, fingers. With the guy with the sunglasses. Oh, that was my favorite. Yeah, guy with the sunglasses. Um, but I, I remember it was the commercial, and then they, there was a special. I think a Christmas special. Yeah, and there. I was, remember watching that at your house few. one time. Yeah, there's like the Christmas special, and there's like, uh, and, and the Christmas one really it only had the raisins in like one segment. It was just a lot of different things, and it was like that. Di- the two dinosaurs were like hosting it. 
Did you have that like on cassette or something? Yeah, I've got the VHS. Okay. I, in fact, uh, I'm, let me let me go to mom and dad's and look. Oh I, boy, I bet, it's I like bet an I've archaeological dig every yeah. time we have a show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me get my dig. Let yeah, me get my let me, brush let me make a note of that because uh, that there's actually there should be two. I think VHS. So there's I think I've got the Christmas special, but there's also a uh, Meet the Raisins tape mm. that I had. And it was and, probably oh, and like actually, a primetime special or something. That it's I guess it actually, I take it back though. Probably that Meet the Racers is the only one because probably the uh, Christmas special, probably we just like, you know, recorded when it was on TV. Yeah. Probably not like a bought VHS tape. Right. Um, well, but, that's how I had most of my stuff too. Like but a, I know I've got at least the one, the Meet the Raisins tape. Oh, that's awesome. Dude, do you know how many of those shitty Hardy's raisin like biscuits that I had to eat to get those things? Why are they so gross? Um, but yeah, that's a great pick. I love I love that animation style, um, stop motion animation, which is kind of still around. Well, you know, when I was looking really. stuff up, um, I realized I had no idea that uh, you know the studio. I think uh, Leica, I think is their name is actually the successor of the Will Vinton Studios that they, you know, they did like a Cubo or is that what it's called? Oh, Cubo and the Two Strings? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, Paranorman, and, those uh, kinds of movies? Yeah, and uh, Box Trolls that, yeah, like all the, those, it, it's actually the, the successor of the studio that did the Raisins. Oh, wow, that's really interesting. That's cool, man. That, that makes me feel good because that's a very old style of animation that doesn't it's all pixar and computer animated and and so just like what i'll say in that you know the that stop motion drew me to the raisins i mean that's what draws me to those movies it's just that style Mm -hmm. i love that style oh it's a great style you it you appreciate the craft oh and just it's such tedious you know i mean such hard work and so much love goes into that i mean you know i mean I remember watching a like making of video for the uh, you know Nightmare Before Christmas movie, yeah. which was in that style. Yeah, and they uh, the animators had just like these huge boxes of every facial expression uh, that yes. any kind of way you could emote in your face. Uh, yeah, I've seen that. Oh my god, it was yeah. so amazing. And they were even in these old boxes, like you know the old man from Toy Story Two comes to he repairs Woody, and he's got those old boxes that open up. Yeah. Oh man, it, it's just it's love, dude. It's like a yeah. I mean, because especially nowadays, you can just so easily just computer generate it mm-hmm. all. Why well, wouldn't you? It's cheaper. It's faster. Yeah, but to you know do all that stop motion animation. I mean, it's it's a love of the craft. I always have to like research when i see a movie like that i was like is that actually stop motion or are they just computer graphically animating it yeah and i get so happy and tickled the, when i find cubo, out cubo i've seen some uh, little segments of cubo and that's where, a great and, movie and like there's that skeleton thing that that was huge because I, i've seen where like the guy's like walking right next to it that thing's oh, huge. oh wow I'll have to check that out. Uh, yeah. The I'm sure, like, if you buy the Blu-ray or the DVD, there's probably like some making of, yeah. like, like featurettes. Um, yeah, man, California raisins and stop motion animation, like, yeah. that's a great pick. And you're right, that's like the Garfield on a poster saying, "I hate Mondays." <laughs> Strong '80s presence, California raisins. All right, so yeah, my last pick, my number five is. Uh, <laughs> Special one in my heart, and it kills me because oh, yeah. technically, <laughs> yeah, technically they're still around, 
they've evolved, I guess. But uh, MTV, I miss 80s MTV. Yeah. And early 90s MTV, too, I guess. But um, there was a time, kiddos, when you would turn on MTV and they would actually play music, music television. Yeah. yeah. Uh, such a iconic, iconic thing to do in the 80s was to just turn on this pop culture machine that was music television, MTV. I want my MTV, you know, like I've, so many different versions of this art that you'd see. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I first learned about like Kevin Smith on MTV, like Jay and Silent Bob, they would have promos. Like it mm-hmm. was what was hip and cool. And um, you, you really got to know like the music artists from the videos. And it, it seems so funny to me that, uh, you know, there was once a time when people really thought that the music video would, would kill artists and, and you know, and music in general. But to me, it put it put the face to the artist. So and by telling a story, you kind of match the story to the song. Mm-hmm. You you it just, you know, enhanced the song and the music so much to get a music video. Um, I, I remember just like spending whole weekends, like once a year. Or so they would have countdowns of the greatest, you know, like kind of like what we like to do, you know, they would yeah. have like the greatest video countdown, 100 all time greatest videos. And, you know, it was like peppered with like Michael Jackson and Madonna and, you know, all, all those acts from the eighties that were so big and George Michael, you know, like whatever. Um, but yeah, that sometime around the mid nineties, MTV started doing like TV shows and really even before that like you get an occasional TV show like um, Remote Control did you ever see that? It was actually where Adam Sandler got his start it, it was like these uh, it was like a quiz show but there were like these three contestants in like a lazy boy and the host would come out and there'd be like monitor screens like Jeopardy but in like MTV Wade they're like off centered and like all kinds of crap yeah. but you know if they if they guessed wrong or not if they guessed wrong, but if they had the fewest amount of points and like their chair would flip up into the wall and that's how you got eliminated. Hmm. And, you know, like I said, Adam Sandler was in it. He would come out and do like a skit. I think uh, it's, it seems vaguely familiar, but I'm, I don't know. That was an example I was okay with it. I was never, I never hated the shows, but it's when they started like prioritizing the shows over the music and the videos. It seemed like such a hypocritical, weird thing to do. Yeah. And to this day, they still have the MTV Music Awards. And I'm like, why? (laughs) And I know artists still do music videos. I know they're out there to be seen. And they're still actually not that bad. Uh, They still actually have put some money into it. But they're like, the artist, I think, controls how they distribute the video. Like, you'll see them on Vimeo or YouTube. And it's really up to the artist to get it out there. There's not this apparatus anymore that's the music station, the channel, where they play it around the clock. Yeah. And I just miss the uh, MTV from those days so much. I just, that's, that was my background music. That was my radio. Uh, You know, like you think of like, like a dad out in the garage with the radio playing. It's just like a staple of, of my everyday life. Um, It was always on a, you know, a lot of, news stories that broke i would be watching mtv i'd learn it there um like when the wall came down yeah. you know like that was a big thing that was i remember they covered on mtv uh, you know rock the vote they would have like so there was like some cool shows but it wasn't in around the mid 90s i guess is when mtv started to die out with shows like um 
road rules and the real world. Yeah. Yeah. The real world was cool at first, but, you know, it all came, just became crap. Melodrama crap. So, you know, my hat's off to you, 80s MTV. I miss you. I want my MTV. I want it back. <laughs> it's still out there. Maybe there's someday it'll come back. And I think even there's, like, multiple MTVs that you can get. And there might be, like, a classic version of MTV that plays older songs. So, like, it's probably not, it'll, it'll never be like it used to be. Yeah where you learn what an artist was from MTV, you know? So anyways, that's my spiel. I'm off. <laughs> that's my number five. And maybe my number one most missed thing about the eighties is the way MTV used to be. Yeah. Wow, man, that was a great trip down memory lane. All of those things. Well, and there's just, there's so many other things too that, I mean, we just it, like, like uh, just any list we have, it's, it's hard to come up, you know, with, yeah just narrowing it down to 10 things it's a whole decade's worth of stuff there's like all those great game shows like hollywood squares oh hell yeah dude remember like alf would be like (laughs) alf is another thing was from the 80s you kind of mentioned in uh talking about something else you mentioned press your luck Um, Mm -hmm. yeah there's so many game shows i mean mark would be all over the game shows oh yeah we ought to get him on for just a whole game show episode of some kind because we've done board games, video games, but we've neglected game shows. You know, he said at one time that if we, he would be willing to do like a Skype in, we should Skype him in and talk game shows. That'd be cool. Yeah. Special guest, Mark. <laughs> we've mentioned him, I don't know how many times, so it's only fitting that he'd be our first like special guest. Um, Trapper Keepers. Trapper Keepers, yeah. Oh, yeah, and, uh like I would always and I guess this is still a thing I don't know but like the little dinosaur erasers I, I would go to the bookstore when I was in elementary school and buy so many of those little erasers all you gotta say is the bookstore I think and just memories of buying like the different kinds of erasers the pencils with the little grooves for your fingertips remember those yeah I forget what they were called yeah. but you know that was big um, no, I never really went to the bookstore like in middle school or high school but elementary school no yeah me neither it was all elementary school for sure so you know yeah like just those kinds of things remind us of the 80s uh i don't know like we we want to condense this a little bit but those those are like 10 solid things from the 80s that we miss um you know as always if there's anything that you would like to throw down in the comments that we missed that you remember and loved and missed from the 80s feel free to do so um, and we, you mentioned that you might have that California raisins tape. Yeah. I didn't um, make a note of that. Yeah. If, that. if you find some, you find that, take pictures, you can throw it up on our Facebook page, which mm-hmm. is the bit geeks. Um, you know, you can find us there on Facebook, we try to put, you know, video, like visual cues that aren't so great for audio listeners. Right. Try to put those up there and just for fun and, you know, preservation just mm-hmm. for us too. uh, check us out there. We have a, uh, Instagram also, the bit geeks that gets neglected a bit so far. <laughs> um, thanks to everybody for subscribing. Uh, if you don't mind, you know, like the video down below. Uh, subscribe if you haven't already. Share it with your friends. And, uh, you know, until next time, I guess maybe until we do a 90s episode, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll go ahead and teleport back into present day where things are pretty awesome, too. <laughs> uh, I've been Ron Avis. I'm Nick Wright. And we'll see you next time. Say